It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather and he who controls the weather will control the world. The planetary asylum becomes more so by the day. Let's dive right into some headlines and see how many we can cover in this broadcast. First, from multiple sources, top immunologist states Pfizer and Moderna vaccines could cause long-term chronic illness. These are the stories that the mainstream media talking heads, the political pundits, won't touch. And the public has a right to know. From this report, for decades, researchers have published papers exploring how vaccines can give rise to chronic conditions such as type 1 and type 2 diabetes. Not right away, but sometimes three or four years later. This mainstream media ignored report continues with this. In 1999, leading U.S. Food and Drug Administration, that's an FDA official, Dr. Peter Petrerka continued that modern advances in vaccine technology were rapidly, quote, outpacing researchers' ability to predict potential vaccine-related adverse events, end quote. Petrerka mused that this could lead to a, quote, situation of unforeseen, unpredictable vaccine outcomes, end quote. More from the report. In a new research article published in Microbiology and Infectious Disease, a veteran immunologist, J. Bart Klassen, expresses similar concerns and writes that RNA-based COVID vaccines have the potential to cause more disease than the epidemic of COVID-19, end quote. In this latest paper, Dr. Klassen warns that the RNA-based vaccine technology could create, quote, new potential mechanisms, end quote, of vaccine adverse events that may take years to come to light. Klassen's study establishes the potential for the messenger RNA, that's mRNA, vaccines developed by Pfizer and Moderna to activate human proteins to take on, quote, pathologic configurations, in quote, configurations associated with chronic degenerative neurological disease. Although his specific interest in prion disease, again, that's a factor that geoengineeringwatch.org mentioned on this broadcast some months ago from a source that we have, we feel is very reliable, an anonymous source, that prions may be a part of the mix. If you don't know what a prion is, it's the smallest known pathogen. It's like a ticking time bomb It's related to mad cow disease. It's related to Crutchfield-Jacobs disease. And in regard to prion diseases, there are conditions associated with misfolded versions of normal proteins, something this mRNA may trigger and cause. Dr. Klassen also outlines a handful of other mechanisms whereby RNA-based vaccines could give rise to, quote, multiple other potential fatal adverse events, end quote. These are only a few excerpts. There is so much study from highly credentialed, internationally recognized mainstream physicians sounding the alarm about these warp speed concoctions. And now we're told, again, take your pick, the UK version, the France version, the Chinese version, the Indian version, the Russian version, the American versions. It doesn't matter. We're told, take your pick, and they'll work for anything and everything that comes along. Who in the world could possibly believe that? And they are pushing so hard to make sure everyone gets the, quote, jab in their arm. This is a term we hear over and over. When does the public stand back and start to question what is going on? When we have the top echelon of the global 
controller stating over and over and over, the planet can't support populations any longer. How hard are these dots to connect? How hard? Only trying, pleading with people to actually investigate before they take such a monumental leap as to allow something to be injected into their bodies that can never, ever be removed. A completely experimental concoction. And more and more mainstream, globally recognized top experts sounding the alarm and none of it being covered by the controller, mainstream, orchestrated media. A weapon of mass deception and distraction. Two more headlines on this. The Rockefeller Foundation paper published in 2010 predicted how a pandemic could be used as an excuse to establish global authoritarian power. Let's cover a couple more headlines mainstream media won't cover. This elderly population suddenly dying off for unexplained reasons and it's no longer coded as COVID. Isn't that interesting? That when it's advantageous for those in power and the agendas that are clearly being pushed, then every death is a COVID death. But now suddenly that elderly populations in nursing homes are dying off at an unbelievable pace after the nursing homes, the residents and the staff have received the vaccination. Now those deaths, that mortality is no longer being connected as a COVID death. Isn't that interesting? Another headline, no lockdown in Sweden. And Sweden sees COVID deaths plummet faster than fully locked down UK. Don't see mainstream media covering that either, do we? Another headline, one third of deaths reported to CDC after COVID vaccines occurred within 48 hours of vaccination. These are hard stats from the CDC's own site. And from that report, the numbers reflect the latest data available as of February 12th from the CDC's Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting Systems website. Of the nearly 1,000 reported deaths, about one-third occurred within 48 hours of getting the vaccine. Let's consider a final bit of information from this report. And before I cover this information, consider that it is estimated only 1% of vaccine-related reactions, injuries, and mortalities are actually reported because it's a very bad career decision for Western medical doctors to report this. Their paychecks and pensions depend on them not reporting it. So consider the stats I'm about to cover are likely only 1% of what's actually occurring. So here's from the report. According to new data released as of February 12th, so this is already not current, but it's the most current we have at the moment, 15,923 adverse reactions to COVID vaccines. This is reported on the CDC's own site. And again, nearly 1,000 deaths. That's how many have been reported to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. That's the CDC Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. It's called VAERS. That's the acronym, V-A-E-R-S. And that's since December 14th, 2020. So here's an honest and unvarnished consideration for those that have already been vaccinated and experienced symptoms that seem to go away. If you have not researched the long-term ramifications of the modification of the mRNA and the potential cytokine storms it can cause, or the effects of prions, which are like ticking time bombs in a biological system, please research that. No matter what leap you've already taken, what you learn could help others. Simply asking for honesty in this equation, no matter how dire the threat is, I'm asking for honesty.
Let's move on now to other challenges and threats that are anything but what we have been officially told. The stream of lies coming out of official sources is beyond true comprehension. What really happened in Texas? Many are finally beginning to open their eyes. What's coming next? What's in store for all of us? When will the next big shoes drop? Denial of dire truths, of dire realities, only ensures unwanted outcomes will be inevitable. The hallmark of a healthy mind, of a healthy and strong philosophy and spirit, is reflected in those who display an unyielding willingness to fully face unspun truth, no matter how dire that truth is. Choosing to hide in one's cabin on the Titanic does not provide security. How clear can that be? You're listening to the commercial-free Global Alert News Hour, brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org. This is Dane Wigington. I'll be your host for this broadcast today. This broadcast, which is a bombardment of bad news, but news we need to know. If we don't have any chance of changing course, let's get to it. And as I plow through as many breaking reports as I can, always consider and remember that all is connected. Most would never consider, for example, the current societal challenges that we face to be connected to what's unfolding at the top of the world in the Arctic. But such seemingly unrelated threats are indeed joined at the hip. It is the controllers that have made it so. Those who are still choosing to believe that they are being told the truth from any official source or any corporate media weapon of mass deception do so. They believe such narratives at their own peril. All is at stake. And to be crystal clear, I mean absolutely everything is at stake. And for any and all who are still focused on the ongoing, endless, orchestrated theater of political mass distraction, you've taken the bait. Those who hold our collective fate in their hands are not of any political stripe. The red-blue divide is just another tool of the power structure. Moving on, what happened to the highly sensationalized and inarguably decimating Texas flash freeze? Here's a headline. From last week, Dallas sees 80 plus degree temperature swing in just one week. Exactly what geoengineeringwatch.org said would happen on this very broadcast, nearly two weeks before the event occurred. I stated that based on our sources for the weather modeling, which come directly from the climate engineers, that this event was planned. I stated on this broadcast that after the moisture had dissipated and the ability for the climate engineers to chemically nucleate this moisture and create the frozen material that cools the surface temperatures down, a shallow layer of cold, as soon as that moisture was gone, the temperatures would immediately rebound back, and that's exactly what's happened. From this report, the warming trend continued to ramp up early in the week. On Monday, February 22nd, the temperatures in Rapid City, South Dakota, soared to 57 degrees in the afternoon after bottoming out at 24 degrees below zero only a week earlier. An 82-degree temperature swing. This is unimaginably shocking and devastating to everything in the web of life. Not just human beings, not just infrastructure, but the entire web of life. This is all-out, unbridled, unrestrained Weather warfare, winter weather warfare. We have the patents to prove this is occurring. Global climate engineering operations are unbelievably real and completely undeniable. And yet we live in an insane asylum that continues to deny this elephant in the room, in the sky in this case, 
And we have film footage of these aircraft, KC-10s, KC-135, C-17 Globemasters, and commercial aircraft with retrofit nozzles aimed into the exhaust jet stream to make this look like, quote, condensation. When we have film footage taken at altitude of these aircraft, nozzles visible, turning on and off, end of argument, end of discussion, end of debate. There's no speculation. There's no theory. There's no hypothesis. This is real. Our atmosphere is being filled with highly toxic elements, nanoparticulates of heavy metals, polymer fibers. Weather warfare is, is completely out of control at this point. It's been ongoing for on, at large scale for 75 years, three quarters of a century. Let me continue from this report. Quote, it's not just the fact that we have a huge warm-up from last week to this week. It's the fact that temperatures are also above normal as well. This is what some of the local meteorologists had stated in Texas. So from record low temperatures that were completely sensationalized by every single mainstream media, anybody, rebounding back this weather whiplash scenario to far above normal temperatures in a week. And we've seen even more extreme than this in a day. We saw... In the last two years, Denver, Colorado, go from an all-time record high, daytime high for a particular day in the late winter of 85 degrees, we saw them plummet to 12 degrees in about 24 hours. Think about that. And Denver is used for this type of operation because it's in a bowl, it's in a basin, and this nucleated layer of cold air that is heavy and dense and descends to the surface sits in that basin. So it's a primary target for this type of sensationalized winter weather warfare event that's used to polarize the population, to divide and confuse them as to the true state of planetary meltdown until the last possible moment. And there's many other agendas being carried out, certainly. Geoengineeringwatch.org has always stated that on the record. It's not a this or that equation. There are many, many complexities to what's being carried out, what's being inflicted on populations. But the fact that the events in Texas were not an act of nature is beyond dispute for any that honestly and objectively examine the data. More from this report. Temperatures in the low to upper 70s in cities like Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, are about 15 degrees above normal for late February and are more typical of mid-April. Let's continue with this report from last week. The temperatures in Dallas bottomed out at two below zero on February 16th, with a high temperature soaring to 81 degrees on February 23rd. Again, this means Dallas had a temperature swing of 83 degrees, 83 degrees. At the same time, Dallas was at two below zero at approximately the same latitude in Florida. It was 85 degrees. And now we have had, since this low in Dallas, we've had temperatures in the Arctic at or above freezing at the North Pole. Who reported on that? Try to consider within the same basic time frame window that we had temperatures on the Texas Gulf Coast that were 30 degrees colder than the North Pole. This is winter weather warfare, winter weather whiplash, highly toxic surface cooldowns, absolutely result of climate engineering operations, chemical ice nucleation for weather modification. There's absolutely no question. This material is very different from naturally nucleated snow, and many, thankfully, are finally noticing this. Geoengineeringwatch.org has stated this on the record for so many years. Check our engineering winter section to see report after report after report of us stating this was occurring, but now, not until this completely catastrophic event in Texas, not until this event are many willing to actually face this part of climate engineering, this major factor in the climate engineering onslaught is engineered winter weather events. And this material tends to sublimate. What's that mean? It means that it behaves much like other artificially 
produced frozen material like dry ice, which goes from a solid to a gas and largely bypasses the liquid phase. And though there is certainly moisture in this chemically nucleated material, it behaves very differently than a naturally nucleated snow. It's a an artificially nucleated frozen material. And again, it has surfactants in it. Our lab tests prove this. We're not guessing. And that's why this frozen material is extraordinarily slick. This frozen material can remain in that frozen state at temperatures far above what a normally, what a naturally nucleated snow would be able to endure. And all of these characteristics are now finally being noticed by the population. They're starting to connect the dots and realizing that they are literally under assault by elements in their own government. And there are many who speculate this is some sort of attack from some foreign entity. Think about that. Think about how completely baseless that is. Do we think that our U.S. military, the most sophisticated in the world by far, wouldn't have any idea that some foreign jets were spraying toxic materials into the cloud moisture over U.S. cities? That's an absurd notion. Governments all over the globe are colluding and cooperating with the climate engineering issue because of the cross-border ramifications. You can't just geoengineer over your own country without completely impacting the entire planet. And now we have governments all over the globe doing this. We have no natural weather left, period, none. Any weather event at this point is a liability to governments that are involved in these programs, and that's why they're trying so desperately to mask this from the population until the brutal, bitter end. Can anyone imagine the shockwave that would occur if Texans stood together and brought this issue to light? The fact that this onslaught, this winter weather, completely engineered event against Texas was verifiably, undeniably winter weather warfare carried out by elements in our own government and to our military brothers and sisters that are participating in this insanity. And although you're being told you're doing something for the greater good, something to help preserve the planet for as long as possible, that couldn't be further from the truth. This is the final nails in our collective coffins. If climate engineering is allowed to continue mathematically, statistically speaking, we have absolutely no chance. The UV layer alone, the UV destruction alone, and the primary causal factor is climate engineering because of the radio frequency, microwave transmissions, and the aerosol dispersions of materials that destroy ozone. That factor alone is a near-term existential threat, not just to the human race, but to the entire web of life. We lose the ozone layer, game over, and at this point, we have lost so much. The sun is searingly hot. Even in the middle of winter, anybody who's halfway awake can notice how intense the sun feels. It's scorching trees. Any surface you touch in, in clear, unobstructed sunlight is generally incredibly hot. Keep in mind, it's not a uniform deterioration of the ozone layer. There are patches and holes, but it's expanding and becoming more uniform. And mathematically and statistically speaking, if the rate of ozone destruction continues, we face total ozone collapse in the next half decade or sooner. Game over. Again, consider and remember, as I stated in the beginning of this broadcast, every environmental scenario I have just outlined is directly connected to the scenarios that are impacting societies all over the globe. We know what those scenarios are because those in control are reacting to the environmental collapse that's unfolding at inconceivable speed, absolutely inconceivable. Let me read two more excerpts from this report from Texas. Following new record low temperatures set in the middle of February, the temperature swing will have residents wondering which season it is and could leave many with severe, a severe case of 
weather whiplash. Where have I heard that term about 10 years before any mainstream media source began to use it? Geoengineeringwatch.org. We have used that term for a decade plus. The big winner from this report says could be Topeka, Kansas, another city that will experience an extreme weather roller coaster ride after a low temperature of 21 below zero on February 16th. A high temperature of 71 on Tuesday equaled the jump of 93 degrees. And we have seen worse. I know these stats inside and out because this is all I do. Amarillo, Texas, May 1st, 2013. Official high temperature, record temperature of 97 degrees on the the ground. Actual readings of 100 plus. And it snowed the next day. Does anyone think that that could possibly be an act of nature? We have the Chinese scientists openly announcing they announced they were doing exactly this, chemically nucleating snowstorms over Beijing. They did a billion dollars plus in damage. Popular science and Fox News covered it. Now everybody's gone underground because they don't want to talk about it and how soon the population forgets. It doesn't matter what you bring to their attention. Denial seems to feel better. But again, how safe do you think you are if you're hiding your deck in the Titanic? Not safe. There's no security there. Only in facing the truth head on. And that is, again, the hallmark of a healthy mind. More headlines from last week. Amarillo, it's Amarillo, Texas. Amarillo allergists predict worst allergy season in decades. Imagine that. How much is going to be blooming or blossoming or putting out pollen after that kind of a deep freeze? Or is there some other source of these atmospheric particulates? And the answer is a resounding yes. Populations must find the courage to look up and connect the dots. We have the world's most recognized climate engineers stating their goal of dumping 10 to 20 million tons of aluminum nanoparticulates into the atmosphere annually every single year. And that's just aluminum. What about barium? What about strontium? What about polymer fibers? All of it a part of climate engineering mixes. And that's why the snow behaves so strangely when people put heat to it, because polymer fibers are a part of the patents for chemical ice nucleation polymer nanoparticulates. And let's not forget that we have peer-reviewed study now to prove that human hearts are showing up with not just millions, but billions of polymer nanoparticulates lodged into the heart muscle and everywhere else in our body. We're sucking this material in with every breath we take. Another headline from last week about allergies. This is the power structure controlled mainstream media trying to condition the population into accepting that this is just nature behaving badly and they're suffering because of nature. Here's the headline from last week. Allergy season starts earlier each year due to climate change and pollen transport. Don't worry about the military tanker up there dumping 100 tons of toxic material into the sky. Incredibly toxic nanoparticulate material, which our tests at geoengineeringwatch.org have proven to be a part of what the heavy aircraft are expelling into our atmosphere. And that film, the dimming, we hope to have again. We're, we're maybe a week or 10 days out. We're almost done our film footage of the atmospheric testing being taken in a NOAA flying lab, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration flying lab, and processed at one of the world's most renowned labs. That's all in the dimming. That will be a tool for people to use to wake others. We're, we're trying to get that film released as fast as we can. It will be free to everyone the moment it is done. Another headline from last week. Why does allergy season keep changing every year? Question mark. And all the so-called journalists and so-called mainstream media sources that toe the line for the power structure, putting out articles like this, blaming it all on nature behaving badly from the Texas cool down to the particulates in the air that are causing immense respiratory distress in everyone, inflaming respiratory systems, making us all much more susceptible at minimum to any and every pathogen. And we have these so-called media sources that are towing the line for those in power by covering up the true core source of so much that's happening. 
climate engineering operations. Let's connect more dots. And, and as I go, again, my frustration is clearly audible, I'm sure, in this broadcast, and every broadcast I do, because I'm always angry. And why wouldn't I be angry? When one sees the future of their children, and all children, and every bird, bat, bee, bear, frog, tree, life on earth slipping away, and so few are willing to even investigate what's wrong, let alone to stand against the fading of the light, if you will. And I've never understood this. Never. How people can stand by and watch someone else perish or participate in their demise, if you will. Once I was on a dark highway at night, and I came upon a scene in which a diesel truck had just smashed into a power pole, and there were about 100 people on the side of the road in the dark watching the driver in the cab drown in his own blood. His head was hunched over the wheel. There was fuel leaking out of the diesel tanks all over the road. And he was gargling and dying and drowning in his own blood in the cab. And I pulled onto this scene and I couldn't believe that people would stand by and watch this. I was only 21 years old in that range. And I jumped into the cab, held his head back so he could breathe until emergency services got there. But that moment, that occurrence never left me. I, I couldn't fathom how so many people could stand by and watch a man die in that way because they were too afraid to risk anything. And that kind of mentality needs to go away as fast as possible. And we don't have much time left. We all need to rise to the occasion. And I would ask this, what are we saving by trying to hide in our own personal paradigm until the last possible moment? We, all of us, are under a very real and immediate assault from countless directions, and turning two blind eyes to what's occurring won't save us. Turning two blind eyes to the oncoming train won't stop it from running over us. Let's cover more headlines, also from last week. This is from the LA Times and other sources. California's coronavirus strain looks increasingly dangerous. Quote, the devil is already here, end quote. That's, that is the headline from the LA Times, all of that that I just read. And this reminder, from the very onset of the CV-19 scenario, again, GeoWatch stated on the record that the CV fires would be stoked as needed by those behind the curtain. Let's remember the peer-reviewed Italian study of CV-19 being found attached to airborne particulates. Let's connect that dot and do everything already covered in this equation. Let's remember that as of 1977, based on historical record, the U.S. military had already conducted 239 open-air biological tests on innocent U.S. civilians, and that's only what we know about. How much don't we know about and how much has happened since? And again, if you think those who wield power, the likes of Bill Gates, the Rockefellers, Soros, and the rest, if you think that they really care about you and your welfare, I would think again. From the New York Post and other sources, Americans may still be wearing face masks in 2022, Fauci says. And Fauci always knows. We know that. From that report, Dr. Anthony Fauci said last Sunday that he won't rule out Americans still needing to wear masks in 2022, even as the country returns to a certain degree of, quote, normality, Fauci stated. He stated it really depends on what you mean by normality, end quote. Yes, Fauci's definition of normality, Fauci and Gates, what they decide, quote, 
normality will now be. The report then states the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, i.e. Fauci, said he doesn't know when the country will return to pre-pandemic life. What did you during Watch.org state at the very onset of the CV-19 scenario that our past paradigm is over, it's not coming back? Long before the CV-19 scenario even began, for a decade prior to, geoengineeringwatch.org over and over and over stated on the record that when climate and biosphere collapse could no longer be masked, could no longer be hidden, when populations were starting to wake up, that the power structure would be more desperate than ever and would play big cards. And what we stated on the record was global conflict, false flag event, pathogen release. We stated all three. And other cards are likely to come soon. Keep that in mind as well. Unfolding climate environmental collapse being further fueled by the climate engineering operations is the bottom line factor that is dictating all at this point. Another headline. Congress escalates pressure on tech giants to censor more, threatening First Amendment. From that report, for the third time in less than five months, the U.S. Congress has summoned the CEOs of social media companies to appear before them with the explicit intent to pressure and coerce them to censor more content from their platforms. All of them in bed together. And for those that don't yet know it or aren't yet willing to face it, this includes all mainstream media sources, whatever political stripe they pretend to be. All of them are simply tools to divide and conquer the population and pump out propaganda as fast as possible. And this includes official agencies as well. Agencies that the public is told are there to protect them when in fact these agencies are there to mask threats from the population, not to disclose them. Let's consider this quote from Charles Bukowski. Censorship is the tool of those who have the need to hide actualities from themselves and others. Even at this late hour, how many continue to blindly gulp down whatever feel-good false narratives the power structure-controlled media throws at them? The patently false narratives of, quote, trust us, just do as you're told, and everything will be fine. Let's consider this quote from Aldous Huxley on this theme, who said, the real hopeless victims of mental illness are to be found among those who appear to be most normal. Many of them are, quote, normal because they are so well adjusted to our mode of existence, because their human voice has been silenced so early in their lives that they don't even struggle or suffer or develop symptoms as the neurotic does. Such individuals are not, quote, normal in what may be called the absolute sense of the word. They are normal only in relation to a profoundly abnormal society. Their perfect adjustment to that abnormal society is a measure of their mental sickness. These millions of abnormally normal people living without fuss in a society to which, if they were fully human beings, they ought not to be adjusted, end quote. Again, from Aldous Huxley. With each passing day, the controllers are more desperate than ever. Climate and environmental collapse has outpaced their ability to respond. And to those, again, that still choose to believe that the controllers behind the curtain have their best interests in mind, the population's interest in mind, I would encourage you to conduct honest investigation with eyes wide open. Again, the hallmark of a healthy mind is an unyielding willingness to face the truth, no matter how dire. In a moment, dozens of Additional breaking reports on the most dire and immediate threats we collectively face. First, 
My deepest gratitude to each and every individual that's doing their best to stay informed, to wake others with credible data from a credible source, and to help turn the tide of insanity. Thank you for your help with sounding the alarm. It's our collective efforts that can yet make a difference. And for those that do not yet realize this, reaching a critical mass of awareness in the population is the only way forward in this fight. More definition on that later in this broadcast. This is Dane Wigginton. You're listening to the Global Alert News Hour, episode number 290, February 27th, 2021. 290 weeks in a row. I'm on the treadmill that never stops for the last 20 years, and sometimes I become fatigued. Sometimes it feels like I'm, I'm collapsing. I'm hanging onto the bar, and my feet are dragging on the belt, but I can't stop. I know I can't stop. My conscience will not let me. Now we're in the final turn of this event. This is when we sprint to the finish and we decide what happens with our collective futures and not just our own futures, but the future of our children, of all children, and for the entire web of life. This is the bad news broadcast, no doubt about that, but it's critical information that covers the issues we must face if we're to have any chance of changing course. This commercial-free frontline news broadcast is brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org and paid for by geoengineeringwatch.org. This news hour is broadcast throughout Northern California on KQMS, 1670 AM, 104.9 FM, and 105.7 FM. Saturday mornings from 6 to 7, Sunday mornings, same time slot. KQMS is the largest news talk radio station north of Sacramento. The commercial-free Global Alert News Hour is also aired on the East Coast, the PRN Radio Network, Wednesdays at 2 p.m., and we've had other states, other radio stations in other states that are now going to pick up the broadcast. We make it easily available to them. Of course, it's free, and this is a result of the 9,000, nearly 9,000 individual packages that were mailed out by geoengineeringwatch.org to every media, anybody in the entire U.S. 48 states. That is still yielding fruit. It is, was a, an announcement of the climate engineering issue prior to the Texas onslaught of winter weather and other events that are happening around the country and around the world, and it is waking many people up, and we need those fires to be stoked. It takes all of us to help spread this awareness, to expand the circles of awareness, so many spot fires of awareness, if you will, that they can't be put out by those in power, and that effort does take all of us. For those in the Reading area of Shasta County, you can pick up free Geoengineering Watch materials from the vitamins section at Orchard Nutrition. Talk to the staff in that section. Every week, I'll continue to ask this question. How many of the power structure paid radio propaganda pushing political pundits dare to even mention facts and reports that actually matter? Question mark. All of us have a responsibility to face the truth head on. The new Geoengineering Watch online climate engineering Q&A session is posted at geoengineeringwatch.com. This is installment number eight, I believe. If you wish to submit a climate engineering-related question, you can do so at the following link, or rather email, questions at geoengineeringwatch.org, or you can go to the contact section on the very top left corner of the geoengineeringwatch.org homepage. Let's move on. Lots to cover. Not enough time. This headline, our descent into collective madness. That is certainly what is happening on the planet right now. It's inconceivable, the sort of blindness that is taking place, especially in first world populations, because third world populations are simply caught up with trying to survive. But so many in first world populations are caught up with trying to preserve their personal paradigm at any cost to anyone, anywhere, including the entire web of life, including the planetary systems on which all of our lives depend. And that is a form of madness, no question. Headlines, U.S. bombs Syria facilities used by Iran-backed militia 
first airstrikes under Biden. How do we know they were used by Iran-backed militia? We just have to accept whatever we're told. From this headline, U.S. airstrikes targeted bases in Syria used by Iranian militant groups suspected of attacking, attacking American and allied forces in northern Iraq last week. The bottom line is this. The Pentagon, the military-industrial complex, can and does routinely have their mainstream media lapdogs demonize anyone, everyone they want to invade. If they need a bigger event, something like 9-11 happens, and then they can invade any country they want with the full support of the American population. Galvanizing, blind support for whatever the military-industrial wants to do in pursuit of resources that are directly related to a desperation on the part of the power structure that's directly related to the fact that the climate and the environment is rapidly imploding on planet Earth. And that's going to accelerate by the day. There'll be no hiding this much longer. You can expect that desperation to increase radically with each passing day, week, and month. Moving on, more headlines. After the upcoming third stimulus check, will you get a fourth? This is, again, part of pacifying populations until the brutal bitter end. Helicopter money printing from, printed from nothing, absolutely nothing, from the central bankers. And when people ask who's behind all the insanity that's unfolding, those who control the central bankers, those who control the money, control militaries, thus they control countries. They own countries in that way. Another headline, hyperinflation coming. Bottom line, very soon, the most precious asset you can have is something you can eat, shelter with, or drink. Next headline, novel coronavirus strains continue to spread worldwide. That's from the World Health Organization. They seem to pop up whenever and wherever needed to keep all the fires burning, don't they? Next headline, Pfizer CEO, quote, every year you'll need to have another annual COVID shot. Does this all seem like part of the plan to you? Another headline, court docs show FBI can intercept encrypted messages. Of course they can, anyone they want to listen to, any communication they want to have, they can have. And does anyone ever wonder about Mr. Gates, how he wields such power over what governments do and the World Health Organization, the fact that he is so intertwined with the virtual world, with his computer software? Has he, in fact, just speculation on my part in this case, but has he, in fact, gathered information on world leaders that they would not want anyone to see or know about. And is this possibly a tool that Mr. Gates uses in addition to his wealth to help manipulate world leaders to his bidding? Who knows? But is that really a reach given everything that we know and the kind of surveillance that can occur, and especially with those who design the software that can have a backdoor anywhere they want to access anyone they want? Do we think Mr. Gates is morally above doing something like this? Doesn't seem so. I'll have a much larger report on Mr. Gates next week and his new venture into farming and acquiring all the farmland that's being sold at fire sale prices because it's being slaughtered with the climate engineering onslaught and the damage being done from other sources of anthropogenic activity. Can't deny that. We've been horrible, horrible stewards of the planet. Where would one start? We have decimated the planet in the geologic blink of an eye, and that must be included in the equation, and too many omit it. Too many want to pretend that we can cut down the forests, poison the oceans, pave the planet, and everything would be fine if we just didn't have climate engineering. That's not true. All of it is a form of destruction to the planet's life support systems, but climate engineering is being used as a weapon 
And it is the single most destructive human activity at this point in time, short of nuclear cataclysm. And Mr. Gates certainly involved with all those that are involved with climate engineering. He himself involved as well. And in regard to the climate engineering issue, when you see the mainstream media publications of the, quote, climate engineering projects Gates is involved with, with David Keith, all that's a smokescreen. That's nothing but a red herring to push the false narrative that climate engineering is just now being experimented with and hasn't been deployed yet. And can we open our eyes, please? The aircrafts in the sky spraying, film footage available, there's no discussion about this. It's happening. And yet they want to pretend they're going to put a little balloon up and launch a couple pounds of powder into the atmosphere when we see a tanker dumping 100 tons per payload, 20 million tons a year, stated goal by the climate engineers to put aluminum nanoparticulates in the atmosphere, and I wonder why it's showing up everywhere, everywhere. Bee die-off, search bees aluminum. I've been over this again and again and again. It's, and it's not just the bees, it's every other insect, every other part of the web, web of life, including us. But we have peer-reviewed study, the bees are dying of aluminum, they're dying of symptoms that resemble Alzheimer's and dementia in a human being because they're packed full of aluminum. What, what do we think it's doing to us? These bees are dying a thousand miles away from any urban anything or any farm. GeoengineWatch.org stated this for 10 years on the record before we finally got a peer-reviewed study to prove that aluminum was killing the bees. And it's not just aluminum. I'm not saying that. It's glyphosate. It's radiofrequency transmissions. But we've already lost 80 to 90% of Earth's insect population. How long do we think we're going to be here? How long? And those in power know what's unfolding. They absolutely know. And they're preparing. And on that note, this headline. Elon Musk won't get coronavirus vaccine because he's, quote, not at risk. That's from the Daily Mail online. It's from other mainstream sources. There's no disputing that Musk is refusing to get vaccinated. And he has that privilege. What does he know that we don't know or not being told? Another headline, same theme. As Israel reopens, quote, whoever does not get vaccinated will be left behind, In quote. Your vaccination pass. And yet... We are also being told at the same time by all official sources that just because you've had a vaccination doesn't necessarily prohibit any of the restrictions that are being imposed in societies. Keep that in mind. And what's mainstream media basically telling us? What are official sources basically telling us? Believe the experts. Don't think for yourself. Do what you're told and everything will be fine. And anyone who believes that is living in a very, very dark place. Another headline, quote, paid to stay home. COVID bill pays federal employees with kids out of school up to $21,000. More attempts to pacify the population with printed money out of thin air until the brutal bitter end, until we hit the wall at full velocity. And that is coming. And every day that that impact is delayed, the impact will be even more horrific. Another report. From last week, the world is suffering from, quote, mass delusional psychosis. I'll leave it at that. That report, that statement will mean different things to different people. I can only hope that all choose to actually rise to the occasion, do honest, objective investigation, abandon ideologies, preconceptions and bias. We are rapidly running out of time. From the Washington Post, the following published perspective report, quote, not the mark of the beast, semicolon. Evangelicals should fight, quote, conspiracy theories and welcome the vaccines. Does anyone believe for a single second that any mainstream source would publish any perspective whatsoever that in any way disputed official narratives and agendas? 
no matter how fact and data-based such perspective might be. We are living in a real-time Orwellian nightmare right now. Those in power could not do what they do without the active or passive support of the majority population. And then this question comes to mind. What should we be most afraid of? The criminally insane that control governments all over the world? Or the moralist portions of societies that will do whatever they're told so long as they believe in the false sense of security they have been promised in exchange for their blind and unquestioning obedience to the controllers. Another headline, same theme, Washington taps pastures to overcome racial divide on vaccine. Again, the brown shirts recruited from many sources to try to convince various factions of the population to do what they're told. Another headline report, Biden administration is teaming up with big tech to censor vaccine skeptics. What an incredibly desperate push in this whole arena. Connect the dots. Another headline, Biden administration, quote, working directly with big tech to crush vaccine dissent. Isn't that exactly what big pharma would want? Exactly what the military industrial complex would want. And what we are not seeing is any of the other side of the story of the consequences of the data surrounding this entire theme, we're not seeing any of that because we can't talk about that on social media, can we? Exactly as the previous headline report stated. Another headline report, same theme. Bill Gates, third shot may be needed to combat coronavirus variants. How convenient that is, isn't it? They keep popping up everywhere. How many shots do they want to give us? As many as it takes? You can conclude what you want from that statement. Next headline from a new source in Australia, this. Quote, never before has the leader of the free world been so cognitively compromised. We all know who we're talking about. The first issue I'd have with this headline is this leader, really the leader of the free world with headlines like that, which I just covered, that they are participating in the censorship of any dissenting voice. Is that the free world? I think not. I think not. Is this so-called leader cognitively compromised? It would certainly seem so. Does that mean the last occupant of the White House was not in the same category in different senses? And that all of them are not under the thumb of those who truly control the levers of power? These dots are not hard to connect. These puzzle pieces are not hard to put together. But it takes the will to do so. The will to face that truth. To face the picture that is formed from putting these puzzle pieces together. No matter how dire a picture that is. And that takes courage. That takes strength. But I ask, what is the alternative? To hide in a hole somewhere and hope that everything magically turns out okay? What has that ever fixed? Ever. And that is the reason why we're in such a dark corner. And I hear from people that send me messages saying, you need to cover optimistic stories and be happy and think happy thoughts. How can I think happy thoughts with all this going on? And isn't that some form of cowardice? And how can I face my son? How can I face my daughter? How can I face the dying trees in the forest and all the creatures that still are struggling to hang on there? I can't face them. Not unless I know with every fiber of my being that I am doing everything I can to stand against the gathering darkness. That is the only way I can face my own image in the mirror. Another headline from Merkel, the leader of Germany, quote, no end in sight until world is vaccinated, end quote. Question, does that statement sound 
a bit like a threat. Changing gears. Biosphere collapse is the bottom line factor that's fueling the rest. Headlines in this arena. China declares, quote, complete victory over poverty amid food supply concerns. Total propaganda. We know the Chinese are great at that, but do we think that our government, our criminal cabal that masquerades as a government is not doing just as well in regard to the propaganda they push on every single channel, regardless of the political stripe they pretend to uh, champion? It's all scripted theater. All of it. All of it designed to confuse and divide the population until the brutal bitter end. In the meantime, biosphere collapse is accelerating by the day. More headlines on that front. Farms in the Midwest have lost much of their most fertile soil. Let's change that. It's most of their most fertile soil, not just much. Another headline, restoring natural forests is the best way to capture carbon and reverse climate change. That's from the True Nature Foundation. One problem, the trees aren't growing anymore. And I know this firsthand. I could, in the past, by myself, in the wilderness of Northern California, I could plant 250 plus trees in a day and have about a 90 to 95% success. That means they've made it through the first year alive. Now the success rate is zero. Zero. They don't make it through this one year because conditions are so harsh. And on the forest that have been completely incinerated, the scorched earth, just posted a video on this at geoengineeringwatch.org, the Into the Wild video. Please go there and look at this film footage of what our mountains now look like. It looks like some sort of apocalyptic nightmare. Scorched, fried landscapes, sticks of formerly spectacular trees sticking up in the air, and those forests are not going to regrow in any time frame that matters. And how long is that? What kind of time frame is that when I say that kind of statement? It could be millions of years before these landscapes return. What do I base that statement on? Because we know from previous mass extinctions, which we are neck deep in right now, the sixth great mass extinction on planet Earth, not just beginning, it's not coming. We are neck deep in it right now. And it's accelerating by the day. And we know from previous mass extinction events, for example, the PETM event, the Paleocene-Eocene Thermal Maximum, about 55 million years ago, a methane mass extinction event, the equilibrium period after that event was about 10 to 20 million years. That's a long time. Now let's add this. What's happening now is happening conservatively hundreds of times faster than that event. And that inertia means that what's happening now is exponentially worse than that event. We are hurtling towards a planet that will soon be a lifeless ball of rock in space. And those that don't believe that, I assure you, you will soon. Search Venus Syndrome at geoengineeringwatch.org to learn more about the path we are on. This is hard science, and it's happening at absolutely blinding speed. And for those who think we'll just convert to, quote, renewable energy, think again. This headline from last week, the dark side of, quote, green energy and its threat to the nation's environment. On this theme, first... I've been off the grid for 20 years. Wind, solar, and hydro. Is it better than the burning of fossil fuels? Yes. Is it, quote, renewable? No, absolutely not. Toxic batteries, toxic production of solar panels, wind turbines. It's not, quote, renewable energy. That is a lie. And for 10 years, I've tried to expose that lie. And now we have the film Planet of the Humans that really exposes this lie that we're going to just switch to, quote, renewables and live happily ever after. And for those that haven't seen Planet of the Humans, I plead with you, watch it, because it's factual, it's true. And in fact, at the 40-minute mark of that film, they show a blowing field of dust in the middle of the Mojave Desert where the first commercial 
solar electric plant of its type existed. I worked on that plant in 1983. It's part of my background. Blowing field of dust there now. That's in Daggett, California. So in summary, for those that think, quote, renewable energy is going to magically save the day, think again. Another headline. Biosphere-related. When scientists scanned below the Antarctic ice, they found a secret that could change our future. Is that a good thing? No, not at all. What scientists are now beginning to have to acknowledge is that the collapse of the cryosphere, the ice deposits on the planet, and the ramifications from that are far more immediate and grave than anything we have yet been told. And that's exactly what geoengineeringwatch.org has stated on the record for the entire length of our existence. I need to wrap this broadcast up, but to our on-air listeners, you can find an extended, significantly extended version of this broadcast posted at geoengineeringwatch.org. It was too long to keep on the on-air portion of this broadcast. In wrapping this up, how does one tolerate bearing witness to the intentional decimation of Earth's last remaining life support systems, the willful slaughter of the final remnants of this once thriving web of life on our miracle planet? And what I'm about to read is a message I sent to a close friend two days ago. I said this, I'm fighting back the rage. I checked on one of my most treasured spots in the forest wilderness today, and it has been completely decimated by the chemical concrete snow. A massive and formerly spectacular dug fir tree, about 150 feet high, that leaned out over the canyon in my habitat reserve, was toppled by the weight of the chemical snow. This fallen brother then hit the crown of a massive canyon oak that I so love, that I sat under so many times, contemplating what I faced in this journey. And it crushed this tree. It crushed it all. And the extreme weight of these two former giants then toppled against a third beloved tree, another massive canyon oak. And he couldn't bear the weight. And now he lies silently on his side, dying. And there's nothing I can do except this. I will expose the insanity in our skies or I will perish in the effort. That is the message I sent to this dear friend. And reaching a critical mass of awareness is the only way forward. And what does awakened actually mean? What does it include? Being awakened doesn't just mean knowing about a problem or a threat or an injustice. It means summoning the courage to stand against it, to make your voice heard in that effort. It's now or never. And as dark as the horizon looks... If, by our collective efforts, we could expose the climate engineering insanity, we would have a chance of stopping it from the inside out. Again, that starts with reaching a critical mass of awareness. Awareness in the sense that I just described. All are needed in this critical effort to sound the alarm. Go to the activist suggestions link on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org to learn how you can make your voice heard in this all-important battle. We're rapidly running out of time. We must make every day count. Until next week, this is Dane Wigington from geoengineeringwatch.org.